Hey there, friends. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to our next Collaboration Zone Zoom party. This is a free Zoom chat get together with all of my entrepreneur friends in the Rise and Recovery Network, where we can share mind and business growth tips, strategies, and you get to network with other entrepreneurs of all experience levels. So if you want to level up your business and get connected, book your spot today. Head on over to www. The road forward slash collaboration zone. When we recover, we are returning to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. We begin the process of regaining control over something that was lost. Welcome to the Road Beyond Recovery podcast, and my name is Tamar, your host. Have you ever felt like you were meant for more? Well, I help people discover their purpose so they can follow their passion and realize what they are truly capable of. My mission is to empower people in recovery to embrace their authentic selves, live up to their true potential, and answer the question, what lies beyond recovery for you? Hey everyone, what's going on? Tamar here from the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. Thanks a bunch for joining me today. And as I mentioned last time, I want to start every show off with something that I'm grateful for. And today I'm grateful for my sobriety. That is something that each and every day when I wake up, I, you know, do my prayer and meditation. And that is probably the number one thing that I've been grateful for for the last nine years is because without my sobriety, I wouldn't have all this stuff, right? I built that foundation. I learned what emotional intelligence was. I learned to own my part in things. And that has been a game changer for me, right? It has changed my life. It has changed how I'm able to interact with other people, how I've been able to be more empathetic, sympathetic, uh, but also set boundaries, right? That's something that's been super important and something that lacked terribly before I entered into the world of recovery. So today I am grateful for my sobriety and you know, the experience that I've been through, right, that addiction, um, the codependency, that gave me the experience that I needed to do what I was meant to do in sobriety. And so that's what I'm grateful for today. Now, I would love to hear what you're grateful for. If you would like to be on a, you know, clip of the show, what I want you to do is record a quick voice memo. Um, Doesn't matter how you do it, just record you sharing what you're grateful for today and I want you to send that to tamar at theroadforward.ca and I'm going to compile a bunch of those potentially put them in um, the beginning of episodes but tell me what it is that you're grateful for I'd love to hear from you and send it to tamar at theroadforward.ca So today I wanted to chat a bit about my journey as a coach, you know, how that started, how it evolved, how it's going now, because I have always found it really interesting, especially when I was starting out to hear the people that I admired, my mentors share their journey into getting started. You know, my podcast coach, Adam Shibley from Podcasting Business School, 
definitely if you're going to start a podcast, check that out. So there's a little plug in there for you. Um, but he openly shares, you know, the mistakes that he made. He's been doing this for a while now. And he teaches people what to do a lot of based off of trial and error and what he's been through. And so I've always admired that about him and really want to share my journey as well, because I think, you know, one of the biggest ways that we learn is through other people, right? We listen to their experiences, then we try it ourselves or we do something different. And so I just wanted to share a bit about my story now. My coaching, I would say, unofficially started when I, just after I got sober and I had built that foundation in recovery, I was given the tools that I needed to not only get sober, but to also stay sober and turn my life around. And then, of course, I was told that I needed to pass that on to somebody else. And I was super selfish, right? And, but I thought, okay, you know what, if it's working for these people, then it has to work for me as well. And that actually took my sobriety to a whole new level. It actually helped me more than it helped the person that I was helping, if that makes sense. You know, when we become other people centered, we actually get out of our heads, right? We learn stuff. I mean, talking to somebody who's newly sober and is making the same mistakes I did, and I get to pass on my experience, how I handled those situations, you know, it's still a little surreal sometimes to be able to give those examples and share that experience and that knowledge that we acquire on our own journeys with other people. But I love to see the light go on in somebody's eyes when they realize that they really had a good shot at staying sober, right? They started to get their family back. Things started to happen in their lives, right? They started to make progress. They started setting new goals, And I can tell you, you know, I actually wrote in my first year of sobriety, I wrote where I would be, you know, a year from now. And I wrote that out on a piece of paper. I gave it to a friend of mine. She gave it back to me after that year. And I had accomplished more than I had written, right? I accomplished more than I thought possible. So I thought, how cool would it be to actually coach people at a different level, not only in recovery, but in goal setting? Because I've done things over the last nine years that I really never thought possible. So all I would have to do was share my journey, my experience, and also just share the tools that I use to get where I am today. So I think that is initially what kind of sparked that interest in me. And when I started to dive into discovering what my purpose, that is what became really clear. Now, I would say that the spark to become an entrepreneur really happened at the end of 2019. I went to an event. I met some amazing podcasters. I got to sit around a table and listen to them share about what they were doing and what they were passionate about. And I just thought, man, this is this is amazing, right? These people are all doing what they love doing and they had a cool platform to do it in. And so they had encouraged me to do the same. That's where the road to health was born. Because I was traveling for corporate at the time, I was sharing my journey about reclaiming control over my health. But then of course COVID hit and I couldn't travel anymore and all of a sudden I had extra time. Now I say I have extra time because I wasn't commuting anymore. I wasn't spending hours going from customer to customer because I used to do a ton of driving. I wasn't spending any time in the airport. And I thought, what can I do with this extra time, right? I'm not getting up at 3 a.m. to head to the airport anymore. I'm not exhausted at the end of the day. Um, Because really up until that point, 
all I had time to do was work and my podcast. So I thought I might as well take advantage of this and I finally was inspired to invest in myself. You know, I took a life coaching course to start with, then I took a performance consulting program. It was a personal development program that was psychology based. So I thought this is really awesome because now I have a a tool above and beyond just what I had learned in life coaching. And then of course, most recently I took the NeuroChange master practitioner program. And so I've, you know, been able to grow as a coach, not only by taking that program, but now adding additional tools and resources. So that was the investments that I made. And I wanted to make sure I had a lot of tools, right? Because everybody's journey was different. So I knew that I had to come equipped. Now, as I started my journey, and this happened around the time that I wrote my first book, Hope Elevated, is people started to notice, and I had friends of mine, one woman in particular, who was a woman in my mastermind group that I attend, And she said, hey, I want to learn what you're doing. You know, I'm super inspired. Can you coach me? And so she took a chance, right? She was my first client and she's amazing. We'll have to have her on the show soon. But, you know, she was barely able to type at the time. She was a two finger typer. Now she's actually published her first book called Village Vibes and it became an Amazon bestseller, right? She's doing what she loves. She's taking these leaps of faith and I'm just watching her grow by the tools that I was able to provide for her and she took them and ran with them. So she's doing amazing. And, you know, so it's just, again, seeing the light go on in someone's eyes when they're doing what they once thought was impossible and people taking their, you know, their their chance on allowing me to help walk that journey with them. I also got a taste of group training, right? I love the interaction. I learned from all these people because they would question, they would share their journey with the other group members. And it's an amazing way as a coach to just really not only learn yourself, but also have everybody learn off of each other, right? And you, there's something to be said about doing a group program together with a group of people and you just develop this bond. And I love that because that was something that I got in recovery as well. And as I slowly started to grow my business, I had written the two books, I started to experience burnout. You know, I had a very good mindfulness practice. Um, I did a lot of meditation. I, I focused on my sleep. But of course, I was waking up, you know, some mornings at 3 a.m. You know, typically it was around 4 a.m. But I did it because I loved what I was doing. I finally felt as though I had found my purpose. I enjoyed waking up in the morning. I was actually pumped up and excited. I now had a reason for living. That's why I encourage people to do that self-analysis and discover what what makes you passionate, right? What makes you wanna hop out of bed and get your day started? Because trust me, I wasn't one of those people before. But here's the thing. I started to lose the love for my job. You know, I had been with the company for a long time. It was a very good job. I was paid well, you know, I, I, but I just, my heart wasn't there anymore. You know, it was great, the people that I got to interact with, but there was just, I didn't feel complete. You know, after a day of work, that didn't fill my cup up. Working with a client, that filled my cup up. Learning new things, that was exciting. So I knew that it was time that I had to eventually take that leap of faith. And it was funny because 
I was talking to a coach friend of mine. Um, I was going through a difficult time. I had an ex of mine pass away due to addiction. And, you know, I was chatting with her about it and she had noticed everything I'm doing. And so she asked me, you know, when are you going to take this leap of faith? Like when I see what you're doing, why are you not doing this full time? And I mean, I talked about my fears of financial insecurity, right? I had finally gotten everything together. I had a good job, right? Everything was going really well in my life. I was just scared that now, you know, if I became an entrepreneur that, well, I'm going to have to make sure I'm able to pay my bills every month. And that was scary for me, right? Because I liked that stability, but I also knew that nothing came from staying within my comfort zone. And so, you know, I talked to her a little bit more about it and I said, you know, maybe I'll have a safety net. Maybe I'll, I'll leave for a few months and try it out. And, you know, she asked me, well, why would you do that? And I said, well, just security, right? Just in case. And she said, Tamar, when you quit drinking, did you keep a bottle of vodka in the fridge just in case you wanted to go back? And I thought about that. That was like a, a friendly friend telling you, you know, get your shit together, slap in the face. And I said, no, I didn't, right? I gave it up. I took that full leap of faith. And so actually the next day, which happened to be my birthday, I wrote out my letter of reference and I presented it the next week, right? Because I wanted to do this. I wanted to help people for a living and I wanted more time to do it because I was burning out. So giving my notice was a scary thing. I knew I was walking away from a good job, some good people, but I knew that what I was passionate about, my purpose in life was even more important to me. So I did it. And that first month, um, I think because I had been working such long hours, I needed to regroup, right? I needed to rest. And so but of course, there was that sense of almost desperation that if I don't start working hard right now, I'm going to fail, right? I was paranoid, but I was responsible enough that I had enough savings. I had enough going on that I knew I would be okay. And I just had to really have faith. And so I started to have to be very intentional about my time. Um, at first I was not, I just thought, well, perfect. I've got eight more hours a day that I can schedule things in. And, you know, even though I'm, I consider myself very organized, I had just tried to complete as much as I could, but it was very different than only having a couple hours in the morning before I had to start my day. Because when I only gave myself, and I've talked about this in a previous episode of being intentional with your time, when I was given two hours to get stuff done, I really got stuff done. If I gave myself eight hours to get stuff done, I could get the same amount done in eight hours than I could in two. So I knew that I'd have to start tweaking things a little bit. And so that's when I started batch recording on my podcast. That is when I started, you know, I used Mondays as that plan your week out day and Fridays as the recap, you know, what worked, what didn't. And that was great advice from my podcast coach. I also started taking clients only on certain days and blocking off the weekends because I became an entrepreneur so I could experience that time freedom, right? I had been working weekends for a year now, like really every single weekend. It was tough to take time off because I knew I had to get stuff done in such a short time. So I had to be a lot more intentional about my time. Now, 
just around that time, I had been given an opportunity to become a national director with Life and Balance Careers. And I'm so incredibly grateful for that opportunity because now I also get to mentor new coaches. I get to work with coaches and help them grow their business, which was just another aspect of, you know, working with clients and coaches that I absolutely loved to do. And so this added to what I was able to do, the tools that I was able to provide. So now I can help provide evidence-based programs and frameworks that I have taken myself and offer those to coaches who really want to grow their business with that kind of a training. And so, of course, I had to be very intentional about when I did those calls, right, enrolling students. So there was all this stuff happening, and I really, truly believe that things start to open up for you when you put two feet in, right, both feet in. And I believe that for so long, because I only had one foot in to the entrepreneur space, the universe wasn't giving me everything that it had to offer for my journey. But when I finally put both feet in, I was all in, I was doing this, the universe started to listen and I started to experience the gifts of really fully committing to this aspect of my life. So some of the gifts that I have gotten as a result of coaching is watching people achieve things they never thought possible. I think that is an amazing gift in and of itself, right? Seeing them change their beliefs and the way they take action. Because when they start doing this stuff and they start noticing, you know, the results and what they're getting because they have decided to be more open-minded and change the way they think, it's incredible to watch that take place. And, you know, I've, I've watched, like I mentioned earlier, I've watched a woman who never thought she'd be able to type out a book. She published a best-selling Amazon book and that was, you know, it was so emotional and I'm so incredibly grateful that I got to be a part of it. I have watched people who are introverts partake in group training and share their experience and their journey when they were afraid to do that in the first place, right? So it's allowed them to open up and actually become a part of, right? Which is something that I think they they really were looking for. And it just fills me up to know that my experience, even, you know, no matter how hard some of that was, can actually be used to help others, right? Not only do I get to help them live out their dreams, but I also get to live out my dream, which is I want to travel, right? Because now I have the ability to work from anywhere in the world. And that is my dream. I want to be on a nice tropical beach. I look at that each and every morning when I'm reading out my mission statement and my ikigai. And I want that time and money freedom, right? Where I get to spend more time with the people I love. And that's also been a gift about diving into the world of entrepreneurship as I am in charge of my time, right? And now I actually get to enjoy dinners out. I go for walks. I spend a lot more time in nature, but I get to spend the time that I need with the people I love because that also fills my cup. So if you are someone who has maybe thought about coaching or maybe you want to get into some sort of other field in entrepreneurship, I would love to hear from you. I offer free 30-minute discovery calls where we're going to look into what is your purpose, right? What are your dreams? What are your goals? And I can help you work through that. And if you're an entrepreneur, 
In recovery, you can book a business audit session. I help entrepreneurs master their mind so they can grow their business and lead more authentically fulfilled lives. And I use some of the tools that I have learned as a result of being a NeuroChange Master Practitioner. So you can book a free 30-minute call for that. The links are in the show notes, so make sure you go check those out. But again, you know, doing the gratitude at the beginning of every show I would love to showcase what you guys are grateful for. So you can send me a little voice memo, like a little audio clip of, you know, who you are and what you're grateful for. And we'll get that on the show. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Road Beyond Recovery. Did you know that our dreams can become a reality? When you determine your purpose in life and you allow that purpose to guide you, anything is possible. It just takes action. Don't wait until you're ready. Start to create the life you were truly meant to live right now. I am super passionate about my mission to help people live up to their true potential. So if you want to learn more, check out my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And until next week, keep exploring what lies beyond recovery for you.